All right, welcome back to another episode of the Black Bullion Show. Gold and silver shot up this morning on some pretty interesting news. In general, this data that we got is often seen as an earlier predictor of inflation than the CPI. So investors could be preparing for what may be to come on Friday when we get these CPI numbers. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, find out shortly. But first, if you're new to this channel, please hit that big red subscribe button right down below. Also, please hit the like button. Helps to get this economic evangelism right on out there to the masses to bring more people into precious metals. So we're going to start off the day talking about the PPI, the Producer Price Index. So check this out. The PPI measures inflation from the perspective of cost to industry or producers of products. Because it measures price changes before they reach consumers, some people see it as an earlier predictor of inflation than the CPI. So let's check out the numbers that we got today. So boom, here we go. The producer price index for final demand increased by 0.3% in August, seasonally adjusted, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported today. Final demand prices rose 0.6% in July and fell 0.2% in June, uh, see Table A, which we will in a, in a minute. On an, adjust, on an unadjusted basis, the final demand index declined 0.2% for the 12 months ended in August. In August, the rise in prices for final demand was led by a 0.5% increase in the index for final demand services. Prices for final demand goods also advanced, inching up 0.1%. The index for final demand less foods, energy, and trade services moved up 0.3% in August, the same as in both July and June. For the 12 months ended in August, prices for final demand less food, energy, and trade services increased by 0.3%. So let's go down to this uh, table here and take a look uh, at the numbers here on the left under total final demand uh, underneath 2020. Now take a look here. We have a positive number, negative, 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 positive, negative, positive, positive. So for the first time all year, we just had two consecutive months of an uptrend um, in total final demand uh, inflation, essentially, that producers are feeling. So it happened in July, and it's now happened in August. So obviously, gold and silver loved this news, and they shot up on it. You know, I'm now wondering, you know, if the CPI will reflect this upper trajectory as well. But you know, who knows, since they can switch products around that they think Americans aren't buying because they are uh, too expensive. You know, that could have a different effect. But today, gold and silver have reacted to inflation pressures. So, you know, voila. But this isn't just the only thing. Uh, we also got this news today as well. From the U.S. Labor Department, unemployment insurance weekly, weekly claims. Initial claims were 884,000 
for the week ending September 5th, no change. Insured unemployment was um, 13385000 for the week ending August 29th, up 93000 So uh, last week we got 881000 so we ticked up a smidge, but what was disappointing was that Compared with expectations, we were expected to drop to 840,000. Not only did we get the direction wrong, but we got more jobless claims. Um, now, economic data wasn't the only thing that kept gold elevated today. The euro shot up against the dollar and finally got back up to 1.19. Now, uh, this spike didn't happen out of the blue, guys. Um, we actually got some pretty inform uh, interesting information coming from uh, CNBC here. European Central Bank keeps rates and stimulus program unchanged despite stronger euro. And stronger euro indeed. So let's dig into some of the details here. The European Central Bank announced Thursday it was keeping its interest rates and uh, Roni's stimulus program unchanged despite a stronger euro putting pressure on the policymakers. The euro, which is closely watched by the central bank, has risen over 5% against the, uh, the dollar since the start of July and was trading around 1.1846 just after the decision. Now it's at 1.19. A stronger currency makes imports cheaper um, hitting Eurozone exporters and tightening financial conditions for the wider economy. A surprisingly low inflation reading in August, the lowest since 2001, also raised questions about whether the ECB will have to do more to revamp the Euro economy. So, of course, we got to check on the dollar after all of this, especially with, uh, you know, the Euro spiking up as it did. Now, as you can see here, the DXY is back in the 92s. The DXY is at 92.81 uh, right now, and I actually got to 92.7. So for those of you who are new to gold and silver, in many ways, a weaker DXY means stronger gold and silver prices. Uh, you know, sometimes they move in parallel motion sometimes uh, for other reasons. But a quick rule of thumb is that you'll often find them moving in opposite directions. And right at 830, as you can see here, the DXY really fell off a cliff um, to where it is right now. So on that, let's take a look at gold and silver again. So looking at the price action, I'm hoping to see this peak right here um, get past this peak right here. So getting past this peak of 1971, currently we're at 1962, so we're about nine away. Um, I'm hoping that I can get past there, um, you know, just for me feeling better regarding the near-term movement of gold. Uh, let's take a look at silver's price action. Uh, for silver, uh, I feel a little bit better about silver overall, but it has a little bit of a way to go uh, before getting above its 
this previous peak here of 28.21. Currently we're at 27.41. So we're getting there, but you know, still a little bit of a ways off there. Uh, but inflation today has been felt by producers and we have seen it reflected in the gold and silver prices. So I'm curious to also see if we'll, have, if we'll see, see it reflected in consumers as well. So guys, that was your Thursday. Hit that like button and subscribe button. Have a good one.